0: Welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam storytelling podcast, where we write short stories, rough
1: drafts really, based on a theme and given on a dare. We're your hosts, Christina Kishra and Cassie Soliday. Welcome back to the podcast. Aha! We're back. And Christina had to write a story about a pet lion. Wow. We're not lying. Ha! wrote it. Ha ha! (laughs) I wrote it.
0: (laughs) Um, disclaimer. Okay. This
1: is kind of sexual. Whoa. Is this, like, it's a disclaimer. (laughs) So, whoa. I'm just telling, I
0: don't know. I just feel like I, like, when I, like, do Something, I'm like, this is funny, or this is, blah, 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 and then I read it out loud, or I like show it to someone, and they're like, whoa, whoa,
1: and I'm like, sorry about it. So, like, what are we talking about? Because, like, I think the listeners are probably wondering, like, <laughs> is this like hot and heavy erotica, or is this like no, not erotic, touching, or like is it lion based or human based? They're a okay. mix,
0: there's literally only one part that's uber sexual.
1: Okay. And it's something that
0: someone says. Someone says. Yes. Okay. If we decide later to cut out this disclaimer part because you think it's fine, then we can do that. Okay.
1: But I also think this disclaimer part is funny. So <laughs> more than likely it stays. Okay. Um, <laughs> because we care about what e- goes into your ears. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you'll see. I don't know.
0: Are it's your are fun. your
1: true like sexy colors gonna come out? Is everyone gonna be like, "Wow, this woman is kinky"? <laughs>
0: no, not yet.
1: Not, not for this yet. story. <laughs> I love that you had a disclaimer for the story based around the theme pet lion. <laughs> like that seems like that's innocent enough. So. Without further ado, let's see what this sexual line is. (laughs) It's one line out of the full story. Okay, it's a one line thing. Okay. It's not till the end. (laughs) Alright, we'll see. Okay. Wait, let me get cuddled in. Okay. Um, Ready?
0: Don't worry, it's asleep. I stifle a giggle. This is insane. My manager, Susan, stopped talking for a second and glared at me. She was not amused by my amusement. My friend, Sean, began singing under his breath. In the jungle, the jungle, the lion slips in a- Sean, this is serious. She needs to chill out or this is going to be a long flight. All right. Other than the obvious differences, this will be a normal flight. She's so full of crap. First of all, this is not a normal flight, in the least. The whole plane was bought out by some European prince and his entourage. Fifteen passengers in a 200-passenger plane. Crates and crates of alcohol have already been brought in to fill up the rest of the seating space. Susan clears her throat. Look, I just need everyone to be on alert tonight. They may have bought out the plane, but we need to make sure that it gets to its destination in one piece, with minimal damage from drunken European socialites. Don't trust everything you see, and don't trust anything they say. That was slightly racist, Sean says under his breath. I raise my hand. Susan rolls her eyes in exhaustion. Come on, Susan, you don't even know what I'm gonna say! Just say it, Andy. Andy. What's its name? Susan gives me a look like she's confused, but she knows what I'm asking! Name? What's the name of the lion currently sleeping below our feet? No one had actually said what it was, probably because it was ridiculous. It's ridiculous that Prince Eastern European What's-His-Name has a pet lion. Like how? It's also ridiculous that he's bringing a pet lion to America with him on his birthday trip. And lastly, it's ridiculous that the lion is currently drugged out of its mind and about to almost freeze to death for 12 hours while 35,000 feet above the ground. Her name is Gigi. Everyone burst out laughing. Even Susan cracked a smile. Okay, okay, everyone stations. Now, our passengers are about to board. Cut to four hours later. I'm in love. The prince, he's hes like the king of the north, but also a Dothraki warrior? If you don't know these references, I need you to go watch some TV. He's young, but might also be 45. He looks like he's angry all the time, even when he's smiling. His eyebrows are so thick and narrowly furrowed, He's surrounded by beautiful women, but he fixes his glare my way every so often. I'm swooning. Suddenly, his visage goes dark and the plane plummets. Now, I've been a flight attendant for almost five years, and this kind of turbulence has never happened to me, so I was pretty shook. It felt like an eternity, the plane dropping. But eventually, it leveled itself out again, and the lights turned back on. It took me a moment to realize... That this situation is what I was trained for. So despite my extreme instinct to look to others for comfort, I jump into action along with my fellow attendants. Backs are padded, waters are given out, more liquor is poured by shaking hands. I'm helping one very frail and very drunk blonde up from her seat to go to the bathroom when Prince Perfect is suddenly standing next to me. He looks down at me, his thick, dark eyebrows intense. Is he gonna kiss me? I have to remind myself not to drop the drunk blonde no matter what happens in this moment. He leans down and puts his finger to my lips, as if to shush me. His big hands grasp my shoulders, and I drop the blonde. Damn it. But she doesn't seem to mind. I then notice no one is making a sound, and that's when I hear it. A low growl. I turn around slowly, and not ten feet away from me is Gigi. She's obviously still waking up from the drugs. She must have gotten out in the turbulence somehow. She's gorgeous. Her eyes are fixed on the prince. He sidesteps away from me and walks slowly to her, his arms out to make himself bigger. She looks a little confused and growls louder. It's really a sight to see a drunk Nordic prince approaching his drugged-up pet lioness. I'm preparing for the worst, for his gorgeous head to come flying past me after Gigi decides it's a ball of twine to be batted about. She sways as she steps forward. Her massive paws crush some plastic cups that have fallen on the floor of the plane. She exhales loudly before she pounces. The lights go out again, and the plane plummets. Everyone screams. I close my eyes tightly until my stomach levels out with the plane. When I open them, I see the prince holding Gigi's head close to his chest. She breathes deeply into him. He's comforting her. This is the greatest shift ever. Everyone gathers themselves together and the party quickly resumes as normal. I can tell Susan is going to have a nervous breakdown due to the African big cat currently free to room the cabin, but what can she do? The seatbelt light is off. Gigi seems content to lay peacefully at the prince's feet along the aisle. I can feel eyes on me. Intense eyes. Not Gigi's, though. The prince is staring me down, and every part of my body blushes. He beckons me over, even though every part of my brain is telling me, There's a loose lion over there! Something inside of me moves my sensibly healed feet toward the sleeping beast. He meets me halfway and holds out his hand for me to take. I do, and he holds it tenderly. You are like a lioness. <laughs> Dead. I only nod. He continues, strong and mysterious, like my Gigi. Tell me, do you have a man? What is happening? I shake my head. He smiles. I explode. Well, I hope when we land, then I can maybe see you out of that uniform. What? He knows what he said, but he still corrects himself. I mean, when you're not working, I hope you'll let me take you out. I clear my throat and nod slowly. Gigi looks up at me and yawns. She's unfazed. He leans in closely and whispers, Don't fear, my darling. My lion will sleep tonight. He looks me up and down. However, Your lioness isn't getting any sleep, if I have anything to say about it. He kisses my hand and goes back to his seat. I turn around and Susan looks like she's going to explode, and Sean's jaw is on the floor. The seatbelt light turns on. We may be in our final descent, and this crazy flight might almost be over, but little did I know, though I had some idea, I was just in the beginning of the greatest romantic adventure of my life.
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't think it needed the the, um, the disclaimer the disclaimer okay. but at the same time I'm glad it's there okay good I don't know cause like nothing you said was like too sexual but like my whole body is blushing <laughs> <laughs> I just love the
0: I mean, the moment that I'm talking about is when he refers to her.
1: Her area. Her area as a lioness, lioness. which I love. I thought that was pretty clever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because it isn't a lioness. Every girl has a lioness
1: within her.
0: In her pants. (laughs) In her pants.
1: Within her. I like that as a spirit. That's less. Yes. Well, if you ask me what my like.
0: Spirit animal is, I would tell you, a lioness. Yeah,
1: yeah. I believe that. Well, because you're telling me, I believe. That. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I believe because you say so. Um. Uh, so I do have to say, wow, this dude is entitled. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He's, but a,
0: he's a prince. He's a prince. And I did that on purpose. Yeah. Like, he's like. There's a lot of things that are like. Maybe not great uh-huh. going on, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, <sighs> but he's freaking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like there were some problematic things, like you said, but at the same time, it doesn't like my my, my romantic like brain right. where it's like, exactly. it's that romantic. Yeah. They got together. Yeah. Yep. It's like, I don't even expect them to get married. I'm just no. like, this is going to be the coolest romantic adventure yes. of her life. Yes. Like she, like you mentioned like the says, story uh, on. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it kind of, did
0: you ever see like Romancing the Stone or any of no. that? Like adventure romance movies? I kind of wanted it to be like almost the beginning of one of those. Ooh. Um, where a young impressionable girl meets a dashing man who sweeps her off her feet Mm -hmm. and no they probably won't end up together because he's crazy yes but she's gonna have a lot of fun it's
1: so exciting and i loved his description where it's like he's angry but he's cute yeah
0: (laughs) he's so angry
1: like i don't know there is something to be said in like about feeling like not e- emotionally feeling small around someone, uh-huh. but like physically feeling small. Oh, for so, sure, yeah. You know, like the, the the energy, of being overpowered. Yes, guess, there is in something a weird way about is sexy.
0: Mm-hmm. It is sexy.
1: Yeah, There's um, a bad way to do it, but I think you did it really well. Thank you. Yeah. And
0: there's no like, I'm not like making qualms. Like this is not like a Edward, you know, like, from Twilight thing or even a um, 50 shades of gray thing like no he's no this was a, he's not great prince
1: with a lioness yes yeah. thing
0: <laughs> like i'm not pretending like this is a great romantic hero that every girl should go out and try and find mm-hmm. this is a, a fluke of nature yeah and he is not perfect but in that moment, he is.
1: <laughs> I like that. Yeah. In that moment, he's perfect. Yes. To realize later how much of a... But later, yeah. Yeah. Like, I need to move on. Exactly. Later. <laughs> exactly.
0: But I've had a great time. Yeah. I love thick eyebrows. Like, dark, thick eyebrows. Uh-huh. My boyfriend has very thick eyebrows.
1: Was he like the blue, the blueprint for this dude? It's like him mixed with Oscar Isaac. So, yeah, any
0: like dream man that I have in my head is like a Prince Eric, but like maybe with tanner skin
1: and thicker eyebrows, even thicker eyebrows. Than Eric. Yeah, and Prince Eric has some pretty he thick has ones.
0: Some thick.
1: So, where did you get the idea? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Like, so, obviously, you start with pet lions, since that was a theme. I feel like, um, yeah.
0: And I wanted it to be, like, I don't know, who has a pet lion? Like, very wealthy people who shouldn't have a pet lion have a pet lion. I feel like, when I was younger, I, uh was much more into like that kind of romance like oh my god it's kind of dangerous and oh my god you know yeah dramatic but i feel like now that i'm older and not even like the fact that i'm in a relationship but even just like that i'm older and i have more life experience i'm like i just want something simple (laughs) just like skip the drama it's just you know Let's just kiss a little bit. <laughs>
1: Can't go to sleep early. Yeah. Let's kiss and bed. then
0: cuddle. So I think that uh, this was me kind of like going back to that time when I was all about like the huge, like dramatic moments in romance and like how it starts and uh, not that there was really strife, but in when romance is sparked in unusual circumstances, mm-hmm. I'm like all about that stuff.
1: I really love that you set it on an airplane, because yeah. like what, like what a location of constraint. You know what I mean? Right,
0: and I also like thought, you know, like snakes on a plane. Like, what if there was like a freaking lion loose on the plane? <laughs>
1: yeah that's crazy i would like to see this short film honestly yeah <laughs> <laughs> like how cool it would be a fun one huh yeah it would be maybe i'll write and it like as a short especially saying that oh this is the precursor to the action romance that yeah. follows yeah maybe you could get that action romance funded yeah, like probably if it's as yeah. sassy and, and hot as the short <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah yeah that's kind of why we write these though mm-hmm. so we have like stuff not all of our stories are great mostly talking for myself but like now we have ideas to to maybe turn into something else later definitely it's all about getting that bank that of ideas
0: indeed so but
1: um yeah it's a
0: fun one I like I liked writing it it was a fun one to
1: I'm still daydreaming about you actually producing this, like and having a real lion on set. <gasps> oh my can you god! Imagine and like there's that dark dude with the dark eyebrows and like I'm all about huge it. presence. And then you're just like all over the lion, going oh my god! I know, right? Get away, <laughs> <laughs> dude! Do I, do? I just want the lion. <laughs> I just want to
0: pet the lion. <laughs> um. So I have a. Dare for you,
1: Cassie. Oh god, I cannot imagine. What are you about to say?
0: I dare you to write on the theme Disobedient Slave.
1: What the what? It's slightly problematic. Okay. Um, but I want yes. you to do it. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> We'll see what I do with that. Cool! I'm excited. We have to bring back Shapeshifters. Hey! Oh. We're what? writing series now. No oh, series! Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We'll this see. one feels problematic, and it's going to make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a week to write it, so gotta get on it.
0: We'll get on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. God. Sometimes it's a jammy bit of jam, and sometimes it's a failure. But we have a first draft of a story we didn't have before. What will you write next? We dare you to write your own short story based on the theme. A pet lion. Like this episode? Share it!
0: Like us on social media, or write us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more like-minded writers like you. Follow us on Facebook at Bits of jam Podcast and Twitter at
1: JammiestBits. Jamie's Bits of Jam is produced by Christina Kishma and Cassie Saladay. Music by Grace Sai. Until next time, keep writing and embracing the most important thing you have, your voice.